Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Deaf Noodle Show, where we talk about the most irrelevant things on the internet. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we have a packed show for you. Uh... There's a lot um, that we're going to talk about today. I um, got a few thing, things planned. Um, I do want to play some GeoGuessr today. Um, also, maybe we could do something. I want to start some having some reoccurring um, themes on the show. Uh for real or no it's for real if you watched the video that came up today i i actually caught it on camera i mean my camera guy was running up behind me so it was a little bit far away but the guy literally apologized like he literally apologized for almost shooting me (laughs) and then i was like yeah what's up and we were driving past him so uh yeah i'll tell you guys that story too we can maybe start off with that story then i want to play some geoguessr I want to look at uh, some funny, uh, am I the asshole <laughs> uh, threads? Uh, yeah, if you watch the video, then you'll know what I, the, today's video, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because it was, uh, whew, it was wild. It was wild. Oh, I also want to look at... There's a video from The Cut that is like... uh, Apparently, this one dude was like... It just didn't go well. 
Um, anyway, I do want to look at that. Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. I kind of had an agenda, but we just decided. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. So let's talk about that first. So we're going to talk about first half hour or so. We're going to talk about this. Then we're going to play some GeoGuessr. Then we're going to look at some uh, Reddit threads. Uh, some funny ones that I got lined up here. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, hold up. Let me put on some music, too. Chill. Music. I feel like it'll be good for me to tell this story. Let's put on some lo-fi, girl. I didn't have time to watch the vid this morning. All good. So this is news to me. All good. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell all of you exactly what happened. So my accountant is texting me, of course. Uh, so just as I start. Yeah. So, okay. Little insensitive title. What's insensitive about the truth? It literally happened, okay? This is so weird. Um, anyway, so this is what happened, right? Anybody watched the video yesterday? We were going around. So there are these tunnels here in Los Angeles that are from the Prohibition era, right? Uh, and I'll pull these up. Uh, so these are the tunnels right here. These are from like way, way back in the 1920s. Uh, here we go. These. You're so insensitive to yourself. Jesus, Dennis, get a grip. I know. So these, these tunnels are the ones that we went to yesterday. Uh, if you watch the video, then you'll recognize them. So, this is underground tunnels of Los Angeles during Prohibition. Corrupt city officials ran Prohibition dens under the streets of downtown Los Angeles tunnels, subterranean sites, and architectural oddities. Behind the, the Hall of Records uh, in downtown Los Angeles and just off the sidewalk, take an unmarked elevator to the bottom floor and you can explore some of the underground pedestrian tunnels that used to stretch underneath much of downtown LA during the Prohibition era. These tunnels uh, used to shuttle booze and one of them still runs right to the basement of Skid Row Bar King Eddie Saloon. So actually this is closed. You know, the a, a majority of these tunnels are closed. Music's a bit too loud. Okay. Let me turn it down. Uh, considering takeoff got shot last night. Bro, get a fucking life. It has nothing to do with takeoff. I'm not talking about takeoff. I wasn't even thinking about takeoff. Jesus. Uh, stop being so fucking sensitive. Anyway, here's the thing. So we were in these tunnels. These tunnels are from Prohibition era. Dennis, it's hard to hear you because the music is kind of loud. Okay, I apologize. Uh, what are you on, Terry? What is that on Terry? Uh, so yeah, so just to finish this. Um, so these tunnels. Oh shit. It just totally changed the... Oh, there's only one shot of the tunnels. Anyway, this... If you watched the video yesterday, you will remember that this was... We were in this tunnel. You see, I know there's another page that has all the photos from these, uh, like, bootlegger tunnels. Um, so, Los Angeles... 
Get the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, yeah, Takeoff. Takeoff was murdered during a dice game. Uh, it's really sad, actually, but this has absolutely nothing to do uh, with anything that happened to Takeoff. Um, so this is actually a really good post right here. It shows... So we weren't able to get to these specific tunnels because the vast majority of it is closed. But we were able to see the main tunnels, like this tunnel right here. here let me readjust the image here. We were in these tunnels. This part of the tunnel is still open. A lot of people in like downtown use it. What's good? How you doing? A lot of people who work in downtown LA use these uh tunnels to just walk around from like courthouses or different buildings in downtown LA. It's really hot. It's really damp and humid down there. Um, it has these signs, sound horn, like everywhere. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Uh, yeah, there's some, it's not really graffiti, but see this hallway was kind of empty right here. It's full of supplies, but this was completely empty. And we thought that going down this hall led us to a different hallway, like, deeper into it. Like, we were thinking we were in a fucking cave, right? But a lot of these, like, lead to either no exit or, uh, you know, a dead end or some kind of, like, other part of the building. Me, oh, he shouldn't go into that building. It could collapse. Dennis almost gets shot. Yeah, I know. That's the other part of it. That's the last part of it. <laughs> So yeah, this is, you know, this is something, so glad you're okay. Yeah, appreciate it, hashtag WeChat. So yeah, this is pretty much the gist of it. It feels like you're stuck in like a scene out of Halo. It's so fucking weird. Um, So this part we weren't able to get to because it was closed, right? But this is, I guess, part of the tunnels that you can go f deeper down into. I know there are other tunnels that we can go and explore. I'm still looking at them. Like, old subway tunnels, which is what these look like. I just feel like I need to get boots or something, you know? But this is... We didn't get to this part. This is what I want to find out what these are. This is where we got here. This is kind of like... It, it's close to the public. There are signs everywhere saying that it's close to the public. So you can't go there anymore. But yeah, I want to figure out... Um, for fire use only, see? I don't know if they still do it, uh, but there used to be in Chicago mob tours and they would show the sites of the history of prohibition. It was pretty interesting. The, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the tours as well. Where was this at? This is in downtown LA. Uh, so yeah, this I guess this is like a subway station. This is exactly where it was right here. Um, the where you where we took the elevator down, uh, and this I guess this is a door that led into a speakeasy, and now there's a bar that it leads into. It was locked. There's no way we could get into it. Anyway, that's the gist of that. So we were there. We actually got stopped by a security guard at first, and then a police officer just told us essentially to leave. That they were you know that there were cameras and that police would eventually come through and tell us to you know leave right 
Uh, sound horn is for anyone operating machinery down there. Small forklift uh, example. Similar to how someone would say corner when bringing a pallet or something. Oh, around the corner with it. Just a heads up. That's interesting. So it's essentially to avoid incidents. I get it. Um, you know, on film sets, people will say points when they're like moving tripods. It makes sense. Um, some Chicago mobs would come there where I lived in Michigan. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, I'm so glad you both. Yeah. So we, we made it out. Well, <laughs> out of this place, right? So this essentially we saw that we had seen everything. There was really nothing else we could see in this part of the, the, the video, right? This part, we spent like maybe an hour down there or something. And um, so we ended up uh, like leaving because a cop told us to leave. He said like other police officers were probably going to get called. And, you know, so I had looked up earlier uh, this place, which is a haunted hotel. It's the Cecil Hotel. Now it's named something else. But it's the Cecil Hotel here in L.A. Now, this place has a fucking crazy fucking history. So, apparently, like, 30 people or something have died there over the years. Like, and it's, I'm not even exaggerating it. Like, just the chilling history of murder and hauntings inside Los Angeles' Cecil Hotel. From Eliza Lamb to Richard Ramirez, the Cecil Hotel's history has been filled with bizarre horrors since it opened in 1927. So yeah, change the title? No, the title's accurate. The title happened to me yesterday. Uh, anyway, is really trying to gain views off of Takeoff? Bro, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not even talking about Takeoff. People are fucking stupid, man. You know, two things can happen at once. I'm not trying to gain views off of I'm not even talking about takeoff. Get the fuck out of here. If you watched my video from this morning, you would know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, so this is the Cecil Hotel. It still exists in downtown LA, right? It's still a location, right? Uh, the title is accurate. If I were, like, actually trying to do it off of, like, uh, you know, sure, yeah, it's valid criticism, but it fucking literally happened. Like, I literally, it literally happened. And I'm not, if you're, like, trying to equate those two things, and the problem is you, seriously. Anyway, I went to the CISO Hotel, and I was actually really disappointed. It looks kind of cool, right? It looks very, like, retro 1920s, and, um... We, we couldn't even make it into this part because it's been mostly shut down. I think American Horror Story TV show season four or five did a lot of references to how wild the hotel was. Yeah. Uh, no, like it is. It's really fucking crazy. The last person who like died there and I even talked about this with like somebody who lives there now. Uh, they They said that they died just a few years ago. And they were, like, found dead in a water container, which is, like, the weirdest shit. So what I was, like, I was disappointed to find out that the Cecil Hotel is no longer a hotel. I spent, like, I spent maybe an hour trying to figure out how I could make a reservation so we could spend a night there. And I could do it, like, spending a night at the most haunted hotel in Los Angeles, right? And uh, there was no way to make a reservation. So come to find out afterwards, after we left the, the tunnels that um, the Cecil Hotel has turned into housing. 
It's now Section 8 housing. It's been converted into apartments. So there's only one entrance. The main entrance has been shut down. This whole part of this whole lobby part has been completely shut down. Um, and it, uh, Dennis, would you consider a paranormal series on your channel or more videos in this lane enjoying the content shift? Yeah, so we're going to do a few more of these. We're, uh, we like doing it too. It's kind of exciting. Uh, I want to figure out a way to do it as safely as possible every time we do it. But, you know, it, it, it can be a little bit of a hassle. So something I didn't put in the video, but I can explain to all of you, which is part of the reason why I had... Um, Yesterday was Halloween, by the way. So that's why I think there was so much weird energy. So many people got shot yesterday. This is, uh, yeah, I know. Um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. So, yeah, so yesterday, uh... I, I tr was trying to get into the hotel. I was trying to figure out a way. I spoke to the security guard and I was like, I'll give you 50 bucks if you let me in the hotel just to look around. Right. And he was like, oh, I can't do that. It's going to put my job in jeopardy. I was like, OK, do you know somebody else? Uh, there's a there's a documentary about a woman who was found in the water tower. Yes. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a second because we went up there. So just to be careful and do research. Yeah. So we we, you know. I did. I, I looked everything up before we went. I just nowhere online did it say it was Section 8, right? So I got there. So, yeah. So he, you know, he said, oh, there's a resident who could probably do this. He said, come back in 20 minutes. So we walked around the block a couple of times, you know, like, uh, you know, one of us went to Starbucks. And then we came back and the guy was like, oh, he'll do it, but he'll do it for $200. I was like, what the fuck? Like $200? Like, 
that's like a ripoff. Like, I'm not going to do it if it's $200 just to take a tour of a fucking building, right? So, we ended up like, uh, but the, the thing was, the catch was, the guy wasn't there. He just wasn't there. He couldn't find the guy. The security guard couldn't find the guy who wanted the $200, right? So, uh, which I think that he asked for $200 because they were each going to take 100 They were going to split the money, right? Uh, so, the, he couldn't find the guy. And in the meantime, while he's looking for the guy, there was a guy sitting outside listening to music. So, I walked up to him and I was like, do you live in this building? He was like, yeah. I said, if I pay you 50 bucks, can you like walk us into the building as your guest? We just want to take a look inside. And he was like, sure. So, you know... I would do it for 200. I wouldn't pay the guy 200. Uh, I felt like he was just trying to rip us off. You know, that's why I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. Uh, anyway, we got there. Uh, so we went inside and, you know, like the guy ended up coming out, just the guy who wanted the 200 bucks, just as we were making our way in. And the security guard got kind of pissed off. He was like, you guys can't take cameras inside anymore and this and that. Cause I think they were like splitting the money. Anyway, uh, the guy who walked us into the building ended up, he's very nice. Um, he ended up walking us around the building and showing us different spots. I mean, one of the floors that we went to had human feces in the middle of the hallway. Um, it was pretty disgusting. The, the whole aura of the building was like really dreary, really heavy. It was a really weird place to be in. Um, the, the, you know, uh, the energy was just really, really off. So we walked through one of these floors and then we went all the way to the top. You can't go to the to the roof anymore. There's like an alarm set up so we couldn't open the door, but we took a look at it. And from what we could see, it was just like, you know, it was pretty easy to just jump off the roof if you wanted to. And I guess it's what some people did. The woman specifically that people have been talking about that was found in the water tower she went up to the roof and there's like video of her in the elevator and she's acting kind of weird, right? Um, and she was later found in the water tower and the guy told us, the guy who was like, you know, walking us around that it was literally impossible for her to get in the water tower unless somebody put her in there, which is like part of the mystery around it. I haven't seen the Netflix documentary about it. Uh... Uh, X Zuck, uh, yes, the video last showed her on video acting like she was having a magic episode. Apparently, she was by a manic episode. Apparently, she but she was then found in the water tank on the roof. So let's maybe see if I can find that video. Um, let me see Cecil Hotel elevator clip. So this is the one, you know, and they don't allow people in the building anymore unless. You're like, um, unless you're a resident, like it, it really is. And the guy said that, uh, he was actually, I guess he was just in the building a week before this happened, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, so this is surveillance footage from the elevator that shows this young lady getting in the elevator and I guess she's not feeling too well or something. Um, yeah, so this is her like waiting on the elevator door. Let's just skip to the most watched parts. 
So she leaves the elevator, then she comes back. She doesn't seem well. Um, and the elevator is the floor. Everything's still the same. She's pressing all the buttons. Um, have you seen a teen who got locked into a hotel freezer and died? That's another interesting one. That is crazy. Uh, note the wall at the end. Okay, let me see. So what is she doing with her hand? That's one thing that people told me that it was like weird what she did with her hand here. Um, the elevator game. Is this what it's called? The elevator game? Okay. So this is the video. I mean, the she was later... It says in the description... Surveillance video of 21-year-old Eliza Lamb, the Canadian woman found dead in the rooftop water tank of the CISO Hotel, shows her acting bizarrely in the Los Angeles Hotel's elevator. So, um, yeah, it was, I mean, the energy was really, really wild. Howdy, howdy. Uh, they cut parts out of the video. Interesting. I have to watch that Netflix documentary. Uh, so here's a, a comment that I guess informs us a little bit. This person says, for those wondering, she was bipolar and off her medication at this time. Her family reported when she was off medication, she would sometimes have episodes of hallucinations and extreme paranoia and thinking someone was following her. It's most likely she went to the roof after this, saw the tanks as a place to hide and climbed in and probably removed her clothes to try to stay afloat after realizing she couldn't get out. Also, the lid wasn't closed when she was found. The maintenance guy found her after reports of this colored water in the hotel in the water tank with the lid open, then shut it himself before he went down to report it to the manager. Then when the police arrived, that's why the lid was closed. The doors didn't close because the button at the bottom of the column she pressed was for door hold, which keeps the door open for two minutes. It's a very sad story. Rest in peace, Eliza. It, that's really, really sad. Uh, that's very, very sad. Anyway, um, if this is factually true, I mean, it's sad regardless, but holy shit. Anyway, we got to see part of the, the, the rooftop. Now there, you know, you can't get to the rooftop. We didn't even try because I didn't want to get the guy in trouble. Uh, that's why the door was closed. Yeah, I guess that's why it was closed because that was the mystery, right? The mystery is she was found inside the water tank with it closed, right? Um, so, whew, wow, all this stuff is like, I don't know. I'm kind of sensitive. <laughs> like, it's funny because when I'm there, it's one thing, but like reading it and like looking at it, um, Hey, a lot of that comment is true, but was later debunked? Yeah, interesting. It still it still might be foul play. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's a very weird energy in there. Uh, he also, the guy who was guiding us around also showed us his room. He lived in a very modest room. I was kind of sad, honestly. It looks like a lot of the people who live there are down on their luck. Uh, you know, um... And, and probably not doing that well financially. Um, so it felt kind of sad. Uh, plus, apparently, she would have to she would have had to climb up the ladder 
That's true. That's another thing he said, that to get up to the water tank, the only way for her to get in was to get pushed in because there was no ladder. I was always blown away that one of the laboratory tests they did uh, on her was called the Lamb Eliza test. Interesting. Seems like a terrible accident. Poor girl. What a horrifying thing. Yeah. Low income. It is. It's a section. It's section eight housing. Uh, it, it's, you know, they essentially you need vouchers to be able to live there from the city. Um, anyway, after we got out, uh, we, uh, you know, actually on the drive over from the tunnels to the hotel, we saw this building burning down on East third and Los Angeles street, right? We were like, oh, let's come back to this because the fire department was still going through it, right? So about an hour and a half passed. So we we came back just as the sun was setting just to look at it because uh, we're already doing all this like creepy shit, right? And I could probably find out about this fire, Los Angeles, downtown. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Massive fire rips. This is probably it. Is this the building? Yes, it is. This is the building. This is the building I burned that I was in. Here, let's look at this real quick. Uh, so this is the building. This is where I was at afterwards. Look at how fucking crazy this fire is. That's dangerous. Look at all the embers flying everywhere. You can feel the heat. Breaking news at 11, a raging inferno in downtown Los Angeles, sending a huge plume of dark smoke over the city center. An eyewitness capturing this volcano of flames erupting from a three-story building at Los Angeles Street and East 3rd. Firefighters using saws sending up showers of sparks as they work to get inside that boarded-up building. The flames and heat so intense, it ignited a five-story building next door and triggered that building's sprinkler system. More than a dozen fire companies responding to the blaze using several aerial ladders to pour in water through the collapsed roof. No reports of any injuries, but there are fears tonight the building is so damaged it could collapse. And arson investigators taking a close look at this one. So this is wild because... This was four days ago that the fire started. The fire department was still there when I went through, when we drove by. They left, like, literally maybe 10, 20 minutes before we got there, I think. Um, which is fucking crazy that it took that long, like, four days, essentially. There were four fire trucks when we drove by. Um, and it still smelled like fire when we went there. It was freshly wet. It was, uh, it was you know... Um, that's crazy, though, that that building went up in flames like that. Um, by the way, there was a sign. I didn't show this in the video, but there was a sign that said that the building was condemned. Uh, and it suggested that nobody even get into the like enter the building. This the sign was from the 21st and then it caught fire on the 27th. I don't know, like reading that and knowing how short of a time passed. Like I'm thinking like maybe this was an insurance thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, this is just speculative, right? Like, the building, there's a sign that said the building was condemned on the 21st, and then five, six days later, the building just goes ablaze. I don't know. That that feels like an insurance thing. You know what I mean? That At least for me, it says 100, 135 firefighters battled the fire. Uh, the building was red-tagged. Here we go. This is what it says. It is unclear what sparked the, uh, the blaze. No injuries were immediately reported. 
Uh, about 135 firefighters battled the fire. The building was red-tagged. LAFD says an official knockdown won't be declared most likely until Thursday morning. So that's the day after tomorrow. Um, anyway, so we went to this building afterwards because we drove past it. It was like, holy shit. We thought it had just happened. I mean, I guess I guess the fire department had just finished putting it out because we saw we saw firemen still in the building with hoses and putting stuff out. Um, condemned as too dangerous to inhabit. Average day in LA, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, we we ended up like making our way into the building. We saw a guy was scavenging in there, uh, but we made our way into the building uh, through a side door. And uh, we went down to the basement. The basement was completely flooded. It was uh, just it was in disarray, complete disarray, right? Uh, everything was burned. I've never experienced anything like that or seen anything like that. It, it just felt like, uh, you know, we saw, you know, burnt toys, teddy bears everywhere all over the ground. And the entire basement was flooded, right? And... Uh, you know, we filmed as we went as far as we could. I was just worried, like, for several reasons. First, like, I, I, this the new the, living in New York and in Sao Paulo. Like, the first thing I thought, rats. They're gonna be rats everywhere. I don't want to get bit. I don't want to get leptospirosis, which you can get by going into contaminated water as well. Not only that, because the basement was flooded, I was concerned that if we stepped into water, there could be an electrical cable that was loose charging up the water and i could get electrocuted i don't know if that's how it happens but i've seen it happen in video games and movies did not want that to happen to me so we got as far as we could and then we walked out uh sorry i haven't been healed in a few days but when we when did we add the calm music background music it's a move for sure yeah so i mean i just added it now i feel like it it adds a lot to the stream it makes it easy it makes it me more calm i feel like uh so i'm glad we can all get calm together uh anyway we left and then we went to another part of the building where there was somebody scavenging and like the guy as soon as we walked up he was like watch out there's like a thing above you that's about to fall and we looked up at the thing it was like a huge like truss like a huge metal truss it was like mostly burned it, it like it, it literally the the fire got so hot and so intense that this huge metal truss was like partially melted right and it was like on the edge of like just falling right please keep the music i love it me too i love it too the streams help my agoraphobia honestly same uh i'm i, I got a little uh a little of that too social anxiety um anyway so uh, we we ended up just taking a few pictures. Then we just like dipped. We were probably in that second part of the building for like five minutes, right? And the video itself, I made it look a lot shorter because we ended up cutting and just taking pictures, uh, which I used as a thumbnail. Uh, but then I walked out, and just as my camera guy started walking out, uh, a security guard who wasn't there before spotted us from down the block. He was like, it looked like he was sleeping because he had his head like this. But I guess he heard me and he like put his head up and he's like, hey, you, you. So he like started coming after us, but like in a very slow pace, right? He's like, hey, you like, <laughs> it looked like he just woke up. Uh, so he started following us 
And I was like, come on, you know, like, let's get the fuck out of here. I don't want, I don't want to like cause trouble. He probably thought we were trying to steal something, which we weren't. Like we just, we were just trying to get content. Uh, so we like turned around the block and I saw Carlos's car and we ran there. Uh, and as I'm running to Carlos's car, my camera guy's a little bit behind me and, uh, I'm running and there's this guy who walks up behind Carlos's car onto the sidewalk, walking his dog. And he like sees me running with a mask, like not a mask, but my shirt around my face, covering the bottom half of my face. And he like sees me and he like immediately like goes like this and he reaches into his pants and pulls something out. And immediately I see he pulled out his fucking gun. I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's like, oh, shit. I was like, I'm just getting into the car. He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. He like puts his gun away. Like, and I'm like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just getting into the car. And my camera guy pulls up and he's like, what just happened? I was like, I almost got shot. Get in the car. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so we get in the car. And then Carlos is like, what just happened? I'm like, don't just drive. We got the security guard on us six. I almost got shot. Get the fuck out of here. And then we're driving past the guy. We like, he starts driving. And we drive past the guy. The guy's like, hey, bye. The guy who almost shot me. He's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> I realized it later. I was just like, hey. Like, very nice to him. The guy literally just shot me. He he almost, like, fucking shot me. Like, and it didn't really sink in, I guess, until this morning when I watched it. And I didn't, like, I literally am like this. Like, if you'll see it, I'm, like, holding my cell phone like this. Because I still had the flashlight on on my phone. And I'm holding it like this. Because I guess I got so terrified that I tried to... And I was like... When my camera guy walked up to me, I was still like this. I was still like... Like I was trying to shield myself. Like as though my fucking arms are going to do anything to stop a fucking bullet. Like shot from three feet away from me. Right? Let's be real. But like... I was doing this to kind of shield myself, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I mean... Thank goodness. Like I got... You know, nothing fucking happened. Uh, you scared him more as much as he scared you. Yeah, you know. Um, so that's that story. You know, that's fucking scary. Yeah, tell me about it. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline flash before your eyes moment glad you're okay yeah that's a funny thing though i didn't have my my life didn't flash before my eyes <laughs> it, it was more of like what the fuck is happening and then boom like and then it was over i mean if i had gotten shot in that moment those would have been my last i mean after getting shot i imagine i would have still had some thoughts but since i didn't you know thank goodness um i you know just everything kept going we just got out of there we hightailed it out of there 
Uh, that man seen some things. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, he's in downtown LA. Downtown LA. When I tell you just how dangerous it is, it actually reminded me of Sao Paulo a lot. And I, I was, you know, I was kind of joking around with uh, the guys uh, as we were like waiting to get into the CISO hotel. It was like, this feels like I'm going back home a little bit. Feels like Sao Paulo. <laughs> it does, like a hundred percent felt like I was back in Sao Paulo. Like. Uh, Sao Paulo, just, it feels like you always need to have that. It doesn't matter where you are. It's not just one part of the city. It's like everywhere you are, you need to have that heightened level of awareness because something will happen to you if you're not paying attention. So that's, you know, um, glad you're safe. Yeah, I'm from Baltimore and I visited LA last year. It's similar in ways. Yeah. Are you going to apply for a license to carry? I want a Glock tucked in these, in those areas. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this. Like, your last thought is, yeah, I know. My last thought was, what the fuck? <sighs> I don't even know. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm thinking of getting my concealed carry. I was just talking to someone who got it here in California. Apparently, it's a lot easier to get it now. Um, uh, uh, they, They, you know... Anyway, the I, I was talking to the jeweler about it, actually. I don't know if you guys remember the jeweler I interviewed yesterday. He, he got his concealed carry. Um, so, yeah, I may get it just because, like, holy shit, in that situation. But I don't know. Like, if he was that quick to draw his gun, like, would it even make a difference for me to have one? You know? Uh, like, what am I supposed to do? I get shot and shoot him as I go down? Or it's a standoff. Like, I don't know how a gun in that situation would have made it better. Right? Um, I, I, you know, but I, I do, th I am, I have been thinking of getting concealed carry. Like, I, I used to be very much against guns. And honestly, over the last few, like, few months with everything, like all the death threats and everything that's been going on, the doxing and the swatting and all this shit, I've just kind of had a change of, you know, uh, and the people I've been talking to have been saying it, it like have been kind of guiding me into understanding why it can be important to have one for, uh, personal security. <laughs> um, you know, I'm still absolutely against rifles of every sort. I mean, when I, I shot that AR 15 and that just felt, it, it just felt a normal, surreal in a surreal way. Um, so yeah, owning a gun, it's one of those things you don't think you should have until you need it. You might never need it, but just having it is security. Yeah. Be safe. Please be safe. Yes, I agree. I love target practicing. He probably had his hand on the gun just in case it's LA after all. Yeah. You having a gun could have escalated it, but in those circum in other circumstances would have been handy. Yeah, I agree. Was it all because of Juliet? Uh, no, no. I've been talking to other people who have concealed carry uh, permits and have guns. And I, they've just been educating me. There's a lot of things that I, I was not really educated about as far as like guns that I'm learning about that are, uh, you know, kind of changing my mind about it. As far as personal safety goes, uh, I'm still against rifles across the board i think rifles should be banned but i think like having a pistol for personal security i i think that that's fine you know uh it's all luck of the draw no pun intended yeah 
Working in downtown LA is no joke. Luckily, my job has security everywhere, even in the parking lots, crazies of all kinds. Yeah, I can only imagine. Holy shit. Um, I'm always wondering if LA is really more dangerous in most US cities the way people portray it to be. I've lived in New Orleans, Baltimore, which aren't as bad as LA, it seems to be. I think every city has like different issues, but downtown LA really, we didn't even go to Skid Row. I was joking, you know, with the guy saying we should go down to Skid Row, but you know, it it really is. It's it, it feels like a free for all sometimes down here. Then it's what are the universal rules of safe gun usage? Anyone need to know those before handling one? I mean, I know the basics. Please don't take me as an expert whatsoever, okay? But I had 30 minutes of instructions before I was allowed to go shoot at a gun range, and some of the basics were first off always point the gun away from me like the first thing i did when they gave me a gun was i looked down the barrel <laughs> and the guy was like no like put down so don't do that okay point the gun away from you um you know and not in anybody's direction um make sure it's unloaded um you know uh when you're like when you get your grip, it's like something like this where like both of your thumbs are kind of like that and never have your finger on the trigger like unless you're ready to shoot, right? So, um, yeah, and then when you load it, you kind of just like pull it back and let it snap into place um, and make sure, you know, take out, if you're going to put the gun down and everything, take the clip out. There can always be one in the chamber. Um, you know, just overall, that's what I was taught, I'm sure that there is more, like, there are more things that are safety-wise that I can learn and be better at. Never point at anyone. Yes, I, 100%. Uh, yeah. I just hate guns and, and the need for guns. Yeah. Uh, guns prepare you for a situation where you can use it to defend your property or safety. Uh, when you are educated on firearms, it's another story. As you mentioned, you obviously know this though. Yeah, I'm learning about it. Uh, learning a lot about it. I feel like, honestly, I'm not really going to trust myself with a gun until I get like extensive training. There's a place like about an hour and a half away, um, here in California where they like do like a full training, right? Uh, so... Yeah. Let's look at GeoGuessr. I'll keep answering your questions about this. We can maybe play some GeoGuessr and, and talk about this. Uh, yeah. It was wild. I mean, just describing all of it gave me a little bit of anxiety. I'm not going to lie. Um, watching, I watched the video back. I rarely re-watch my videos after I upload them, like, the next morning. But I watched that one back just to see how if it was as crazy as I remembered. And holy shit, yeah. Go to an outdoor range. That's the one I'm talking about. Uh, the one in... Um, I do have an account. Holy shit, I forgot what the account is. Um, the one in that I'm talking about in California is an outdoor range. Um, oh shit, I guess I didn't log into the right account. It's making me start this shit all over again. Uh, I I live in a smaller city. Uh, I've been chased, followed, stalked, cornered, but from Chicago to Detroit, there are a lot of kidnappings and human trafficking, uh, but it's still considered safe. Yeah. 
there's um it, it, you know where i grew up i i had a lot of friends get kidnapped and stuff too like sao paulo was like there was a while there was a minute there that it was like really really fucking you know unsafe um did you see that story of that teen that killed an active shooter within a minute uh, from 20 yards away in a mall in Indiana? Is this recent? That sounds crazy. Hold up. That sounds absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, teen. Was this recent? This was five days ago. Oh, uh, no. This was... Um... Let me see. Teen shooting. Mall. Indiana. Yeah, this was from just a few months ago. Bystander killed gunman. Two minutes. This is wild. The gunman used uh, a rifle to kill three people and injure two others before he was shot dead. He had spent an hour inside a mall bathroom apparently preparing for the attack. A 20-year-old man carrying a rifle and pistol with access to another rifle and more than 100 rounds of ammunition. A kid like this doesn't need this much firepower unless he's in the army or, you know, it's just insane. Uh, he spent an hour in the bathroom. Yeah, and I mean, I, I wouldn't security kind of see it? Um, so it says here, uh, Douglas Sparrowman, 20, had already killed three people and injured two others, but the deadly spree on Sunday was cut short by a 22-year-old bystander carrying a handgun while shopping with his girlfriend. So, yeah, handguns come in handy. But, I mean, the guy, he shot him. You said he shot him from 40 yards away. He must be a pretty damn good shot if he shot him from 40 yards away. Let me see the original comment. Where is it? Uh... Ah, uh, where is it? Right here. 20 yards away. I mean, that's still pretty good shot. You'd be surprised, like, to be that good at hitting. And he, I mean, he had literally one shot, right, to get the guy. If he didn't hit him the right way, then he could get shot himself. So, 20 yards away with a Glock 9mm, uh, that is fucking wild. He must be a really good shot. If he did that, I can tell you for a fact, I was able to get some shots. They weren't, but I wasn't overall that accurate. We need better gun laws. That kid is a hero to take out an active shooter. I agree. Yeah. Because like I said, like imagine if he misses or if he doesn't hit the shooter in a, a, a deadly manner, then he's the target. The shooter's going to take him out next, right? Um, so and it's not surprising when you practice. Come on, man. I mean... Okay, you got a point. Great aim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying like I love shooting games. Yeah, but I feel like shooting games are a little different than um, actually shooting a gun. It just feels so different. I've played plenty. Like one of my favorite arcade games is Time Crisis. And it... Um, uh... And sorry, just I think one of my friends may have COVID. Just texted me about it, uh, so they're gonna get a test. Anyway, um, 
About to go into a tunnel. Okay. Uh, 20 yards is not far. I mean, go for 150, 200. Okay. I'm, I'm a beginner. Please give me, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he did good, I think, for that. Like, he did very good. Because if he misses a shot, it's a high-pressure shot. It's not just like shooting at a gun range, right? It's a high-pressure shot. Um, so, here we are, GeoGuessr. Um, I know where this is. We did this one already. I'm just having to restart because I fucking... Uh, did you eat, Dennis? I did not. No, I am so hungry. You have no idea. Shoot 20 feet away. Yeah. Breakfast time. I carry pepper spray, too. I've been thinking of getting some pepper spray. Uh, I think it'd be good. You know, I, I walk back alone from the office. It, like, some pretty wild times. So, I've thought of, like... Uh, you know, I almost got, I don't even want to say this. I almost got mugged twice. I talked about the time that, uh, two people try to break into the office. This was like about a week ago, right? Um, just about a week ago, two people, or, or is it two weeks ago? Two people try to break into the office. Um, and I didn't even mention this, but yeah, there were two other times before that, that I was walking back home. I, I like to walk back home. That's the kind of person I am. Even if it's like a long walk, I'd rather walk, right? Um, so I was walking back home from the office at like three in the morning. And I, I was like legitimately like followed uh, for a block or so. And, you know, like I have this really, I've been mugged plenty of times. I know what it looks like, right? Uh, I do walk alone at night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was walking back home, right? And for about a block or so, this dude was following me, right? And I kind of, I have a way that I can, that I kind of, you know, I just made sure I let him know that I was like, that I knew that he was following me. Like I would look back just so that he knew that if he was going to come for me, like I was going to be ready, you know? Uh, so... That's, uh, and he eventually, like, when he noticed that I was, like, ready, he, like, turned around and walked the other way. So, that's how I knew he was, like, not good intentions. I, also, one of the guys who was, like, following me, uh, he, like, he saw me from, like, a block down. He was just, like, like, hanging out, right? And he saw me from a block down. And he like jumped up and started walking in my direction. And I, the dogs had to pee, right? So I let Frankie finish peeing. Then I curved into the block, uh, like immediately to the, to my left. And I went down, started going down the block and I, I kept an eye over, you know, my shoulder. I saw the guy turn the block to and started like walking quickly towards me. And I, I, I did the same thing. And then I kind of stopped for a second and I just, I did this thing, which I do with my keys, like I have enough keys where I can fit them. This is like a trick I learned in Brazil, right? I can fit each key between my fingers like this. And that's pretty fucking brutal. If I hit anybody, it can be the lightest fucking punch. It's going to rip the person's face apart, right? So, yeah, unless he has like a weapon, like a, a, a fucking knife or a gun or something, then I'm really done for. 
if I hit first, then then it's over, right? But that's, you know, I, I just got ready. And, and the guy, when I stopped, like, and I waited for a second, and I had the dogs, like, really close, right? And I was ready. If I had to bolt, too, I was ready. I'm pretty fast on my feet, right? Uh, so, yeah, I, he ended up turning around. Because I'm, I'm also a big guy. And this guy was probably, like, five, six, like, a, almost a foot shorter than me. And he noticed that when he got close. That I, I'm big, right? And that I was like, I was ready because I saw him coming up. Uh, and he like turned around and walked away. So, uh, they taught me that in school and in assembly uh, to do that if someone attacks you in the street. Do what? The the key thing? Uh, cool, you must have changed your posture, etc. Yeah. Get brass knuckles. I can't, can't talk about that because it's kind of illegal, but... Trust me, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> uh, I don't have a, you know, a thing yet. Like, uh, I, I can still carry, uh, you know, a gun or anything like that. I don't know if I would carry it with me at night. Uh, it would also be weird. There are a lot of police officers around here. And yesterday, a police car, like, stopped right next to me and, and like, sh like, shined the light on me and started, like, the officer was just like, you know when they're, like, looking at you, trying to see if you're carrying something? I'd hate it, like... You know, police officers in LA are really quick on the trigger. I'd hate it if they, for some reason, like, thought that I was carrying something and just, like, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's the trade-off of living in a big city. That's the kind of shit you end up having to put up with. It is stressful, but it's the trade-off. I love living in LA, and, like, it's just something you end up putting up with, honestly. When I lived in Sao Paulo, it was much worse. Like, I remember the level of stress that I had from living there. Um, man, it was so stressful. I got mugged so many times in Brazil. Like, I can't even begin to count. Like, and like for the smallest things too, you know. Um, I, I've had sneakers. Like, people robbed me for my sneakers. I, I've, I've been... Had my uh, fucking... Uh, cell phones. Plenty of cell phones robbed. Um, yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, now keys are becoming obsolete. Yeah, that's ironic, too. Because there's so many... Uh, there's, like... I've seen so many locks where you just put in your thumbprint or something like that. Uh, you don't even need, or you have it on your phone. You can unlock it on your phone. You should make a video where you go back to Brazil and confront your muggers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could find them. Brazil's a pretty big place. The, the Sao Paulo, where I grew up, that's like fucking 20 million people in the greater Sao Paulo area. It's like twice the size of New York. It's fucking huge. It's fucking huge. You know? Oh, where are we? Is this Capitals? Where the fuck is this place? Uh, quick question. Yeah, what's up? My stepson is uh, too privileged and naive. He didn't understand why he couldn't keep his Pokemon uh, cards out of the backseat of my car. Yeah, I mean, my so this is funny. My dad, not my dad, my brother, before he moved to, to Germany, he was still living in Sao Paulo, going to law school, right? And he moved to Germany. 
um, he got transferred for his job, right? He, he um, oh, it's DC. Uh, I know because of the police car. Uh, so he, his entire car, he left the laptop. He forgot. Like he came back from a party, went to visit his girlfriend and his girlfriend at the time. And he forgot his laptop in his car. You know, usually you got to hide everything. Um, but yeah, he forgot and they robbed his entire car. They robbed his entire car. They took his, uh, you know, and I don't know how the fuck they did it. He had an alarm. He had like everything. He was prepared. So, um, Washington, D.C. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) You should look this image up. Sports Illustrated may, uh, sneakers or your life. Let me see that real quick. Curious to see. What is this? I think I may have seen this cover already. Is this because a kid was murdered for a pair of Jordans? I think it is. I think I remember this story, right? Wasn't this kid like, wasn't this a story that this kid was murdered for a pair of Jordans? Uh, It was like a huge scandal, right? Uh, So it says, Sneakers and team jackets are hot, sometimes too hot. Kids are being mugged, even killed for them. Who's at fault? It's a much greater conversation than like, who's at fault? <laughs> it's a larger societal problem than just trying to blame a single person. Like, um, Street signs. This is Switzerland. No, no, Sweden. Sweden, right? What's the capital of Sweden? Uh, cause Ikea is one of the hints. Stockholm. Am I wrong? Stockholm? Yeah. Um, yeah, stick up kids would wait on at subway stops in New York city for the most part. Uh, but a bit of a throwback when you said you would get robbed for your kicks is all. Yeah. You know, stick up kids still kind of exist in New York. They'll wait. Now what they do is they'll wait on the subway door and they'll wait for people who are sitting on the seat next to the subway door, like on their phones. Right. So people will be like sitting on their phones, like unsuspectingly, right? Like doing something on their phones. And then what happens is the subway door is open. They grab your phone and they wait until actually they wait until the ring because it in New York, there's like a ring, right? It goes ding dong to like let you know that the doors are about to close. They grab the phone out of your hand and run out. And then the subway doors close behind them. And you're there like, oh shit. Like, like what the fuck are you going to do? Nothing, you know? And it's usually a group of kids. And like some may even like hold, like try to trip you or hold you back from like leaving the subway, you know? Uh, but it, it happens all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm playing GeoGuessr. That's why you don't be on your phone in public. It's unsafe. Yeah, especially on the train. If you're in New York, I would just say be very mindful of, uh, is this Bulgaria? This looks like the Bulgaria flag right here. I know this isn't, it could be. Right? Am I wrong? Um... 
I thought he was uh, showing the places from his past in Brazil. Oh yeah, no. I was, uh, I tried to scam by, by, you got scammed by a Russian bot? Oh, we're playing GeoGuessr, yeah. And just talking about like different things. So yesterday, for anybody who didn't watch the video, I was, I, I had a close encounter. <laughs> um, this looks like, are you going to pay $8 a month for a blue check mark on Twitter? Croatia. That looks familiar too. Yeah, it could be Croatia. Um, I don't know about the $8 a month. I saw that tweet. Like, people are complaining about it. Uh, they're really not happy. <laughs> like, the verified accounts, which is fucking hilarious. You know, if Elon Musk really does that, I wouldn't be surprised if every other platform started charging for verified check marks. So, it'll be the kind of thing where, like, uh, everybody can get verified as long as you want to play, pay the eight-month subscription. And all you have to do is submit all your personal information, right? So they win either way. It's kind of fucked when you think about it. It's going to end up being like China. I don't know how, how many of you are aware, like in China with WeChat, you, if you want to sign up for WeChat, and I know this because I have a Chinese friend who wanted me to sign up for, for WeChat. And he, he got me to sign up, but it was like, uh, did I get it right? Is it Bulgaria? It is Bulgaria. No, Hungary. Oh, man. I was close. Uh, can we get a ace chat? Finally, an excuse to get fuck off. Yeah. Checkmate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you just finish? <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I can guarantee you that a lot of people are going to pay for it. A lot of people are going to pay for it. This is Brazil. This is, is this Brazil? No, this is Greenland. It looks like the shape of Greenland. This is either somewhere in Latin America. This is Brazil. No way. This is Brazil, bro. This is Colombia. Wait. It is because they the E N the way they write E N the N we write E M in Brazil. This is Colombia, it's Colombia. Uh, here we go, Bogota. Shakira was the next H. That social standing currency. So yeah, so just to finish the China thing, to sign up for WeChat, you have to submit. Two proofs of identification. It's like getting a driver's license. Two proofs of identification. Then they make you take a picture of yourself with your name and the date. And then it goes through like a questionnaire to prove that you're you. So it's like, it's so fucking nuts. It really is. And I wouldn't be surprised if once Elon did that, if they started doing that for everybody since then, like, just think about it. If he's going to charge $8 to be verified, why not just open it up for everybody? And if you open it up for everybody, then they're going to say, okay, you want to be verified. Please confirm your personal details, right? Um, and that's how they're going to do it. Then it, it it's really going to be like a social tracking, social score type bullshit. So... It's fucking nuts. He started to walk away. Uh, oh. 
Well, they want to know who knows what. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Final round. Here we go. Let's see if we get this. Um, people who won't do a 23andMe will be getting blue checked. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. This is in Asia. Let's move around a bit because I'm not familiar with how BTS is South Korea. That's the first hint. You're going to give me BTS? Uh, okay. You really want me to win if you're giving me BTS immediately. Um, Seoul. Boom. Da, we did it. Then it started WeChat app where you verify by sh <laughs> yeah we should do that could be Chinatown nah it, it's they gave me the first hit was BTS the second hit was Samsung like <laughs> they were trying to get me to win uh okay I feel like that's enough GeoGuessr right now what do you think about looking at some uh funny Reddit stories we can discuss strain effects I like that um you know we talked about Lumi people have been loving those here in the office. Um, so I want to look at some posts. Am I the asshole? You guys want to do that? Um, I just think these posts can be kind of funny and we can decide if this person is the asshole or not. Uh, are you looking for R? Am I the asshole? Yes, I am, bro. Jeez. Okay. Uh, the blue check would help weed out uh, those fake those fake bots and Telegram accounts. So I wonder how that will work. Yeah, so I think people will still have fake accounts and alt accounts. Uh, is this it? It's restricted? Oh, here we go. Um... I think people are still going to have fake accounts. They're just going to have their verified and jump from the verified to their fake accounts. They're going to do all the crazy shit in the fake accounts. You know? Unless they make it where you have to be verified. And then it becomes a monthly membership thing. Where you get to be a part of the app by paying $8. That would be fucking nuts if they did that. Wait, vagina deodorant? Mm, that's a thing. Is that a thing? I use deodorant down there. I don't want stink. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I feel like people give vaginas way too much of a hard time. I, I like I like the smell of every vagina. Gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of guy complains about a vagina, period. What kind of straight guy? Um, you know, maybe you just don't like them if you're complaining about vaginas. Um be real. Right? Loom. Loomy. Okay, let's see this one. This is from eight hours ago. Am I the asshole for telling my nephew about family dynamics that his parents don't want him to know? Okay. All right. Got a good hook. You ever smell a vagina after a road trip? And <laughs> son, yes, I have. Okay. I've smelled vaginas after traveling in airplanes for like getting a 17 hour uh, delay, like uh, layover, like like leaving a place at like six o'clock in the morning and only arriving at 12 in the afternoon the next day. Okay. I've done that. Okay. <laughs> uh, my husband hates that. I do. What? No, respectfully. <laughs> D 
DJ Khaled would complain 100%. DJ Khaled is the worst. Uh, I wonder if Cam would complain. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, okay. My nephew in question is, seven, is James, 17, male. He'll be 18 in December. The other nephew and nieces in question are Cole, 28, and Melody, Embryoni, 37. Why is he sharing their actual names? <laughs> Why is he sharing their actual names? Really? My sister is a biological mother of Cole, Melody, Embryoni. The father died when the kids were 8 and 10. My sister married James' dad, James's dad 15 years ago. She never formally adopted him, but did raise him as her son. Uh, wait. Okay, so, okay. So, I'm confused. So, James is the son from the stepdad. Uh, there was a lot of tension and conflict uh, in the home, and Cole, Melanie, Brioni all moved out immediately upon graduating, turning 18. The relationship with my sister then ended. It also ended with James and his father. Uh, I stayed in contact with the three of them, uh, though, and have always known where they are and that they're not interested in reconciliation. He's the asshole for their names. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And he's sharing the mom's name too. So it's like, they're going to see this. They're going to be like, what? Especially because this went viral. This is at the top of the page. I'm already confused. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> already solved. Yeah, solved. <laughs> exactly. Ever since my sister took on James as her own, they have allowed him to believe she is his biological mother and that the other kids are his biological siblings. Oh, wow. And it was only a few years ago I realized he believed they share the same father as well. My sister and her husband have always encouraged James to believe that his siblings love and want to know him and that they will have a relationship one day. He has been craving that more than the uh, more in the last two and a half years. Uh, he has mentioned it a number of times, some family members... And I tried to convince his parents to at least tell him the biological truth so that he's not faced with it from people who will not care about cushioning his feelings or making sure he's okay. They refused. I mean, he just said right here, he does not care about cushioning his feelings or making sure he's okay, right? He's talking about himself right here, right? Uh, my sister said, there's no biological truth. They are the parents and all four are their kids and it ends there. James has been talking to me a lot about finding his siblings and being excited to have them back in his life. He mentioned how maybe he could reconcile their parents and them too and how he hoped to prove they were never replaced by him and that he knows it must have been hard to have a baby come into the family so much later. He believed that was the estrangement that, that would... That was what the estrangement was about. What his parents told him. I decided he needed to know. No. No. You don't. Don't make a decision for the family. I decided he needed to know after my sister and her husband refused yet again to talk to him. So I was honest. My sister wasn't his biological mom. And his dad was not their biological dad. They were not blood siblings. I told him I loved him. And it didn't make him less of my nephew. But I didn't want him blindsided by not getting the response he was expecting. He asked me if they would actually want a relationship with him. I told him no. Why? He confronted his parents about the lies and the way they were setting him up. My sister called 
and told me I was an asshole and stepped out of my place by telling him and uh, what I did without her and her husband's consent. I can see my nephew James is struggling and trying to work out his head after the truth and it makes my sister's work words hit harder. This is really fucked up, bro. This is absolutely fucked up. Like, why would you... Why would you interfere on somebody's family dynamic like that? Like, not just their family dynamic, but a kid, like... There... It's just so fucked. Because this kid's 17, he's not even 18 yet. Now he's gonna have to... He's gonna go into a full identity crisis. Read the two comment. OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. Um, I told my nephew that he is not my sister's biological child and he is not the biologic... Uh, and he is not biologically re related to the people he thinks of as his older siblings. I am not his mother or his parent in any way. Um... I also know he still lives with his parents and is likely not getting uh, any true support to figure this stuff out, and I still told him. This is something that the parents should really be honest about, which is why I feel like I might be the asshole. Bro. It's not, first off, it's not this person's responsibility to do this. Second, why the fuck would you use this family's real name? This person is the uber asshole. A hundred percent. Server says asshole. Absolutely. That poor boy would spend a lifetime trying to heal something using the wrong medicine. If you weren't honest with him. Um. What? Now he can factor in his new truth in his contact with his siblings. If he continues to reach out. It's important. How? How the fuck? Is this the top comment? It. Is this for real? It's important. Is this for real? I don't believe that this is not the asshole. Like you just full on threw this kid into a crisis. I think obviously he should know the truth. This child should know the truth. But at the age of 18, 17, 18, I still, I, I feel like they're still trying to figure themselves out. I feel like maybe waiting a little bit or, or let them talk amongst themselves Allow the family to figure it out? I don't imagine that the mother and the, the, the father would want to keep this going for too long. But you just literally started a whole issue for this family. It's also important he knows he is not the reason for his step-siblings le leaving. I mean, bro, this is like... Yeah, but you saw this, you worked this as a family, not as... You just full-on started a crisis in a family with a child... You started a crisis. Like, how the fuck do you know? Not the asshole? This this child is going to go into a crisis. Everybody is saying not the asshole. These kinds of lies always come out. Yes, it always comes out. But why do you have to be the person who does this? Let them resolve this as a family. I would much rather this be written by a sibling saying, hey, I did this. Because a sibling is actually part of the family dynamic. And it would make more sense for the sibling to explain it. Not an outside person. People are so oblivious. Basically, they set a fire and now they're pointing in shock. Yeah. Better sooner rather than later, in my opinion. And he's close enough 
to 18 that your sister's opinion isn't really all that important. Are you kidding me? It's his, I mean, it's his stepmother, but it's his dad too. Now, it's not just that. Like, he finds out his mom is a stepmom. He finds out his dad lied to him. That's going to create a whole set of trust issues, right? He finds out his siblings aren't his siblings. Whole other set of trust issues. Uh, and that they've also been lying to him. And it, it's like, bro, it goes far beyond just like your sister's opinion doesn't matter. Uh, his heart would have been broken to pieces if he was really that motivated to find. Have one of his siblings tell him, his step-siblings tell him. Like, if it's been going on for this long. So you're telling me uh, he... So you're telling me he has spent almost a decade believing he was responsible for his family breaking apart and struggling with the guilt. And your sister and her husband just let him? No, not the asshole. Whew. Wow. Not a single... I want to see a person who says this is the asshole. Not a single one of these. They're all not the asshole. This is highly controversial. Everybody's saying not the asshole. At least the original poster says that they're the asshole, but everybody's saying not the asshole. Wow, I'm surprised. How long has she been jealous of her sister? Everyone lied to him. They did. Everyone lied to him. Now he's going to create a whole set of trust issues that's not going to be easy. It would have been easier. And the fact that they, they as a family weren't able to address it directly is going to create a whole other set of trust issues because he's never going to find himself in a position where he's like gonna actually trust him. I agree, not the asshole. Like, I look, I'm of the mindset that the truth is always the best policy, right? Like, don't even start the lie off the bat, right? Just tell the child the truth off the bat. Raise him like that so you don't have to address it a decade later. But as an outsider, allow them to resolve this as a family because now. The kid, like, how's he going to trust anybody in his family? Because they weren't even given the chance to do it themselves, right? It was somebody on the outside. So there's, like, so many trust issues that he's going to develop. I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Um, somebody's like, info, how bad was the situation with the other three siblings that they fled and never looked back at 18? This could also be an exaggeration, right? I don't know. I mean, I know of a lot of people who move out and never look back either, but still maintain some kind of contact with their parents, right? It just depends on the situation, not the asshole. I, I'm not finding a single one that says the asshole. Uh... This is pretty fucking crazy. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. What if like five to ten years later he brings it up to him and this dude was like, I knew the whole time. Yeah, that that as well. Critical thinking seems to be less seems to be rare nowadays. Yeah, I think I think that everybody's just looking at it from one side, which is yes, just tell them the truth, but there's like something else. This kid's going to have to live with his family. It, see, here's the thing about like 
essentially abandoning your family, right? Or turning your back on them or essentially like leaving and never looking back, right? There are feelings of guilt that go along with that. Trust me, okay? As somebody who left their home at a really early age, you have a lot of reminders that families exist. You have Halloween, you have Thanksgiving, you have Christmas, you have New Year's, you have birthdays, you have several moments where you see people with their families celebrating and you're reminded, oh shit, I don't have that. And it just makes you feel depressed because it gives you feelings of inadequacy because you feel like, why do I not have that? It makes you feel guilty. So turning your back on your family isn't necessarily like the best decision. I'm not saying that's the prescriptive thing. I'm just saying that it comes with a bunch of other shit. So that's why I think it would have been better for them to resolve it as a family because it could perhaps lead to less of a motivation for this kid to leave his family in the same manner as his other step siblings. So I don't know. That's just my thought on, on it. Like I see it like, uh, yeah, I mean, he deserves the truth, but he also deserves to feel loved by his family, which I feel like he was purposely trying to fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. The person who, who told him was trying to fuck with that. Right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. You get used to it. Uh, you know, she's just a narcissist, but yes, hurtful and alone. I've been ridiculed my whole life. I have a duty to my mom. I feel. Yeah. Um, you know, like family, family dynamics are so complicated and so complex because it's everybody. It's like a group of people living together daily, going through trauma, traumatizing each other. Like, and just honestly, and this is something that it took me a while to like understand. My parents were learning how to be parents and about life as I was growing up. That's why they weren't perfect. Like, that's why they made a bunch of mistakes because they didn't fucking know how to be parents. They may have read a bunch of books and gotten instructions, but like, they're still going to fuck up. And of course, some parents fuck up more than others. Some fuck ups are truly unforgivable. Uh, but yeah, that's why, like, I would say most parents suck at being parents unless you have like six kids. By the time you get to the sixth kid, I would imagine you got it down. You know what I mean? That kid is going to be whew, do amazing. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it's just complex. Like, you know, I was the firstborn too. So they were really learning, <laughs> you know, uh, U.S. Thanksgiving is a celebration for murdering, slaving, and raping innocent Native Americans. Please don't celebrate that. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying as a holiday here in America, it's a holiday that's usually celebrated with family. Uh, people still do it. I mean, I, I made a, po a snarky post about Thanksgiving today, how people have been skipping Halloween and going straight to Christmas, which is funny. I always thought it was funny, but Halloween is uh, Thanksgiving is becoming the most forgotten holiday there is. But it's still an opportunity where people get together, and it's still reminds you of family and it's not just the day you get commercials okay you get those pepperidge farm commercials you get every kind of commercials like with the family and the turkey and then you get christmas movies like fucking home alone is all about a big family coming together so you're constantly bombarded with these ideals of family and if you come from a dysfunctional family or if you don't have a family of your own all that shit really fucks you up you feel lonelier and more abandoned 
right? So, yeah. You can't explain that to your old-ass grandparents. They just expect to see you. Yeah. <laughs> grandparents, are, grandparents are funny. Uh, hey, Dennis, I'm late. Hope, every, hope you're having a good day, too. Last year, I had kid number four, and I can confidently say I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine it gets easier, though, you know, the more you do it. Uh, you know, as the saying goes, practice makes perfect. Uh, it's funny enough, you're practicing on a living, breathing human being. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, it doesn't come with an instruction manual. You can't practice. Like, how the fuck are you going to practice? Like, you, even, like, if you practice on a doll, right? If you have, like, dolls, you actively practice doing that. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you can't, you can't really practice. It's just fucking crazy. Um... Yeah. I'm just wondering if there is there another like uh Wow. So I guess this is like on it's on Twitter too, on TikTok, Reddit. Twitter staff have been told to work 84-hour weeks and managers slept at the office over the weekend as they scrambled to meet Elon Musk's tight deadlines, reports say. <laughs> That's a sharp contrast for from how often uh, the people at Twitter used to work. They used to work, like, very little. Oh, my God. No. No. I, you can't, I, you're not going to believe this. Um, my background is in psychology and this is so true. What, what, I mean, I'm sorry. I missed the train right there. Um, crazy convos today. Yeah, we're going everywhere today. Yeah. So folks, I don't think you're ready for this. Um, I may only pause the music. This is like fucking cringe. Okay. I mean, let's just get ready for this. Uh, like, that none of you, you will get that way. Do you guys understand the consequences of what you've just done? No, no. You, you guys are not going to get into a college. You guys are not going to get any scholarships because this is a hate crime. We all dropped out of high school. It's okay. <laughs> I still don't think it's appropriate for you guys to be doing this. It's it's really. Bro. So they were going around. They had three guys in blackface and prisoner outfits. And then they had people dressed as cops. And they were pretending to arrest them? Like, what the fuck? And they're at Walmart? What the fuck am I actually experiencing? What am I watching? What am I actually watching? Who's calling me? <laughs> uh, okay. Let me, let me see who this is real quick. Oh, hold up. I'm going to send it the voicemail. Uh, hold up one sec. Uh, <laughs> it's a doctor. I have to go to the dentist today at one o'clock. So I have a dentist who's at the door. There's nobody at the door. Uh, one of the guys who works for me thinks he has COVID. So he's going to go and get himself checked out. Um, anyway, let me, let me see if I can get more of a background on this post. I'll call those folks back. Doesn't get any more American than that. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I saw a tweet on Saturday saying this. In this very moment, somewhere in the USA, a white kid is planning a Halloween costume that will fuck up his entire <laughs> their entire life. A hundred percent. That's exactly what we just witnessed. Let's be real. None of these kids... Um, we're going to become doctors, maybe Congress people, but certainly not doctors. Yeah. You can be prime minister in Canada if you do blackface twice. We had to draw the line at Trudeau three times. I want to see if there's any more information. We all dropped out of high school. Now, that's something I believe. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if anybody posted more background on this TikTok. It looks like they were bullshitting on that front too. Twitter seems to think they've identified them and they've all they all have class of 2023 on their bios. I know their brains aren't formed, uh, but I don't get why every year kids do this dumb uh, ass shit. It's kind of dumb shit as if they didn't see some other kid from three states over loser scholarships for doing the exact thing last year. I don't think they're really thinking of the consequences. I think that they think it's funny and I think that they're just stupid, honestly. And like, doesn't justify what they're doing, but it just goes to show you that at the end of the day, they can still like the, the jokes up here really illustrate how you can still get away with it. You know, still hundred percent get away with it. Um, the whole Justin Trudeau thing is so true. You guys ever see the pictures of Justin Trudeau? Uh, do you know who HRH Collection is? Yes, I've heard of, heard of her. I know, I know who she is. She has like some weird, like, uh, doesn't she do like some weird meltdown type videos? Um, so the girl on the left knows what she's doing is wrong and just laughing it off. Let me see. Is there more context? Oh, they want to reschedule an appointment. I get it. Um, so, beat me to it. I'm in, so this is, here we go. Beat me to it. I'm from Cedar City, Utah, where this was taken. The kids are in high school and someone knows one of the girls and are contacting the administrations tomorrow. This is 11 hours ago. Uh, absolutely disgusting and appalling. I wonder if the parents knew about this. Edit CCPD and the county have made a statement. Let's see. Um, here, let me just adjust this real quick so we can read it. Cedar City, Utah. Press release, November 1st. Shared in coordination. Okay, what do they have to say? Why is the police department? I'm wondering, is it considered a hate crime? Uh, on October 31st, a video was captured at the Cedar City Walmart of multiple juveniles dressed in... What the word juvenile, bro? Dressed in Halloween costumes, acting inappropriately. The video has since gone viral on multiple social media platforms. Our police officers were not aware of the incident taking place at the time and were not called to the scene. Cedar City Police Department and Cedar City officials do not condone this type of activity. Cedar... They just... They literally just issued a statement to say we didn't do our job and we don't condone it? This is so weird. Blackface is a hate crime? Yeah, I would assume so. I'm wondering. But it doesn't say... I mean... 
Cedar City Police has since been contacted by a citizen who was present during the incident and has initiated an investigation. We are actively monitoring social media. While topics such as these can cause an emotional reaction, we encourage everyone to be mindful when sharing videos of juveniles on social media, including any cyber or other harassment that can accompany this kind of incident. I mean, they made the choice to dress like that and they didn't seem too bad to like, uh, they didn't seem like they were feeling too guilty about it. <laughs> Somebody shared this. Fuck them kids. Um, yeah, this is fucking wild. How could someone not realize how offensive that is? I mean, some people are just that stupid. And, and I don't want to excuse it by saying they're just that stupid. Maybe they they were just looking to be offensive. They wanted a reaction. Yeah, 100%. And also, there's an aspect of knowing they can kind of get away with it. You know what I mean? There's, an, there's a, a level of like knowing that you can kind of get away with it. Those guys, like they know they can kind of get away with it. That's really what it is. Well, they went viral. They got what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted attention and they got it. Um, uh, well, I, they definitely just wanted a reaction and reaction, apparently. 100%. That's what they got. So what else did I, were we going to look at? I have uh, had another one. Oh. So see i wanted to here's what we're gonna do eventually i want to look at this uh this is like going viral this cut thing i want to look at it uh nah they fucked you think so that you think they're fucked i mean if they have scholarships i i i here's what i think will happen the consequences if they have scholarships to school they're gonna lose them college i mean if they got accepted to any major college uh which i doubt that they would have. They don't seem to be very bright. Uh, but if they got accepted to even a state university. I would assume that they. There's a, a possibility that they may lose. Their uh, acceptance to those colleges. Just based on how viral this is going right. Um, anyway I want to look at this video. From cut. I, I also don't think it's going to affect their like professional uh you know their job their ability to get jobs they're gonna it, i think honestly that it it's just what it is they're gonna get through like it, it, it's the way that people can do this you know can you uh keep following this story and keep us updated i'll do it uh, yeah i'll make sure i do it uh dennis have a war with a spider on tiktok i didn't make the videos on it nothing is impossible with spam that is true i mean if people are dedicated enough to keep track of what they're doing and where they're going and everything that happens, then I'm pretty sure they're going to have a hard time. But, you know, people forget very easily. Um, anyway, I want to look at this video because it's going viral. There's like some really cringe moments in it, apparently. Um, oh, hold up. Let me start it and then I'm going to open the door real quick because I got someone at the door. All right. So when you're dating, what age group do you normally kind of stick to? I usually go older, so my age range is usually like 22 to 32 kind of thing. Um. Welcome to The Button, a speed dating show. 
When the button lights up red, either player may press it and swap out their date for a new person. Get out of here. If two people can last on a date for 10 minutes, they win an all expenses paid second date. This is the button. Put it in your hand. Mm -hmm. This is the chair. There you go. Oh. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right, I'm Milton. I'm Mia. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Milton hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I want to see this again from the beginning. Hold up, because I'm excited to watch this one. All right, all right. what did I miss? Ten bucks, it's the UPS driver. No, the UPS driver is here. He is here. He's the guy, it's the guy who, like, uh, like blasts blues. Like, he <laughs> drives by playing blues at, like, a gajillion. But it's, it's uh, somebody works here. But the UPS driver is outside. I don't know if you could hear him. He is outside. He's a, he's a cool dude. Um, so when you're dating, what age group do you normally kind of stick to? I usually go older. So my age range is usually like 22 to 32 kind of thing. Um, Welcome to- <laughs> Was that not old enough for him? To the button, a speed dating show. When the button lights up red- No. Oh, he can't even- oh. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, I'm Milton. I'm Mia. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Milton has a type. I have here thick, sassy sense of humor. Is there anything else you want to add to that checklist? That's about it. No. I mean. So what are you for work? Uh, I'm She's a... got her hand on the button already. They haven't even started talking. She's got her hand on the button. A school bus driver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like she wanted to do it. She. He's a school bus driver. Man, really? I can't. No, hold up. I'm Milton. I'm Mia. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Milton has a. She's got her hand on the button, like she didn't like his voice or something, <laughs> right? Am I wrong? You hit the button to reject the person, but can you see she's got her hand on the button? That I feel like she didn't like him, like off the bat. I have here thick, sassy sense of humor. Is there anything else you want to add to that checklist? That's about it. No. I mean. So what are you for work? Uh, I'm a school bus driver. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like why? I don't understand. Somebody's saying he could be good with kids. Yeah, she's cheating. <laughs> yeah, this show is literally a race to push the button first. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is an old MTV show. Uh, there was an old MTV show called Next Bus. It was just like this, but a party bus of dweebs. It was funny. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Next bus, maybe we'll watch it next time. <laughs> Damn, that was quick. Take your blind. Let me put it right down. And look at each other. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Ask her, why did you reject me? Why did you? I just wasn't feeling the spark. Didn't feel like conversation was flowing, that's all. They exchanged three words with each other. Like three words. Three words. Like he sat down and said, Hi. And she's like, What do you do? I'm a school bus driver. She's like, Nope. <laughs> she had her hand on it already. So nice to meet you, you, she just didn't want to get rejected. Let's be real. She didn't want to get rejected. She didn't want to get rejected. That's what it is, right? Like sometimes people just don't want to get rejected, so they just go first and find an excuse. That has to be it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Got the Do you regret class. it now that you see him? He's very handsome, but stay stay where I stand with just didn't feel the flow. Wow. He's very handsome, but she's going to stay away. She didn't get to... How do you get to meet someone's personality in three words, bro? I don't know. This is... I feel bad for him now. Hey, justice for Milton, man. It's justice for thing. Milton. <laughs> Absolutely. I got the chair. Good job, good job. Pull the chair out. Hi. Hi. I'm Craig. I have my hand out oh. for 
No? Oh, there it is. Oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? I am really open to trying anything new. I'm pretty new to the area. Right now, it's mostly been like hitting as many different breweries to try as I can, because I think that's really cool. Okay. Craig owns a bar. Oh, love that, Craig. I do. A lot of my time is spent around like breweries and wineries and okay. alcohol and stuff like that. Completely get that. I just started a new job recently and I work in the beer industry now, so it's been a lot of stopping at bars and things <laughs> He like does look like James Corden a little bit. <laughs> He's like an American James Corden. Like that, so okay. that's become a workplace for me. <laughs> and what kind of job do you have in the, the beer industry? So I work in marketing because I'm a brand manager. So when you're dating, what age group do you normally kind of stick to? I usually go older so my age range is usually like 22 to 32 kind of thing um I'm at <laughs> that's not old enough <laughs> not old enough the bottom of that <laughs> i'm 39 okay uh, and then to be totally transparent i have two kids and i'm divorced okay so like throw she's gonna press the button immediately that all on the table appreciate that okay, yeah. um, do you guys I see her hand inching towards it. Do you guys think it's bad that someone's divorced? You think it counts against them when they're dating? Like, what do you think counts against someone like more? Because obviously people are doing the math in their head, right? You think being divorced, having kids, or being divorced with kids? Because that's a real thing. Like, people do do these kinds of things, right? And I'm saying this to somebody who's like, I'm divorced. I don't have kids, but I'm divorced, Okay. Does it count against someone? Absolutely not. Abs no, it shouldn't. But there are people, no, divorce shouldn't matter unless they cheated. There are people who will use that against you as a way to like, oh, I don't fuck with this person because they're divorced. Right? Odds of being divorced is 50-50. Yeah, yeah, 100%. In America, I would say the vast majority of people are divorced. How do you feel about it? I don't really care. I honestly, can I be real with all of you? The fact that someone is divorced... Uh, actually, to me, it says more about them understanding how relationships work and that that relationship maybe wasn't for them and that depending on where they are in their life, they've moved on. So to me, it actually counts more as a positive, ironically enough. I know for a lot of people like a divorce and, and even in my head before it happened, it was like a death sentence. I was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. It's over. It's over. Like, that's what I thought. But coming out on the other side... Like that relationship was just not, it wasn't good. It ended for a reason, just like any other relationship. Um, you know, so to me, that's what it says about someone that, you know, they're aware that honestly, if you're not good for each other, it's better that you break up than if you stay together, right? We make a lot of dick jokes. Yes, we do. Britney Spears is divorced twice. Uh, God bless her. She is so much better off. I agree. Yeah, divorce is sometimes the only answer. No, my husband was divorced, has my stepson. Then he got with me, one of his best friends going on 15 years. He also had a huge crush on me for years. That sounds like a, a, a story made in heaven. Really. Uh, they learned and grew from it. Yeah, 100%. People grow apart. 100%, 100%. Especially, when did you divorce? I think it was like 2015 or 2016. So it's been six years. Uh, we should throw a divorce party for Dennis. Yeah, it's been a minute. I'm divorced non-legally only. Yeah, I, it, it takes a minute to get divorced, especially in New York. Like it took, took like a year and a half for it to go through. It was a, um, what do you call it? When it's a mutual divorce, when both people essentially like just say, uh, you know, we're getting divorced 
and they both like signed the papers. It, it wasn't really like any. There are a lot of people who like used a divorce as like a battle. It turns into a legal battle, like a squabble, you know. And it wasn't like that, you know. It, it was just like we both agreed. I paid for the lawyer. We both showed up, signed the papers. It was filed, and we just had to wait. I forget what the legal name is. It's like something of like a mutual divorce. Essentially, you're just saying you're going, you're parting your ways. And since we didn't have kids, didn't have many assets, it was easy. You know, how long were you married? Almost eight years. Amicably. Yeah, that's a word. But the legal term here for New York is like types of divorce. New York. There's like a, a different term. Uh, un, it's not uncontested. Is it? It's an uncontested divorce. It's something like that. What kind of divorce? Uh, it may be an uncontested divorce. Ten things to know. I think it's called an uncontested divorce. Where like both sides agree to it. Um... I have no desire to get married. I didn't marry my daughter's father. It's just a piece of paper. Love is great without that. Yeah, the stress of being married. Just find someone who makes. I agree with this. You know, I, I, amicable. Yeah, I, I agree with this too. Um, So here's the thing. I, uh, I don't know if I'm like after getting divorced. I don't know if I'm getting married again. And I'm just I know I'm just saying this now, but I. I don't know. There's so much that like goes into it. It's it's an interesting like it is kind of just a piece of paper. It, it it does feel like more than a piece of paper. Sometimes it it feels like a union like you're building something together, right? But I I just don't know. I don't I don't feel like there's like a a need like personally this is my opinion and feel free to disagree with me if you don't agree with it, but I don't feel like there's like really a need like to get married, as long as both of you are care, if you have children, taking care of the responsibility of raising the child, you know, making payments, educating the child, spending equal time with the child, giving them attention, and all that other shit. Regardless if it's just one or more, um, then you know, then it's fine. I mean, to me, that's the most important thing. If you're raising a family, you know, and you have kids, that's the most important thing, right? Um, whether or not you're married is is like doesn't really make a difference unless it's what both of you want. But, you know, I don't think a divorce should ever count against someone. If anything, I feel like it counts towards them, uh, especially if they were able to end it amicably or like in a way that, you know, annulling. There's a limit on annulments, by the way. Somebody mentioned an annulment. There's a limit. I think in New York, it's a six month limit for you to annul irreconcilable differences. This is where this is more of like an aggressive divorce where like both of you just can't figure it out and you're going to figure it out in court. Um, no, in New York, I know that you get uh, you can get divorced and the legal reason could be irreconcilable differences. So yeah, I mean, that wasn't our, our reason. Um, we filed an uncontested one, uh, which was both of us just agreed. But uh, I think irreconcilable differences essentially means it, it may be does it mean it's going to be contested? Because then you can, because we just essentially, we reconciled our differences. We were like, we're just different. 
<laughs> it's not gonna work. Uh, so I'm just wondering. Yeah, Google says it's uncontested. That's what Melinda Gates cited on her papers: irreconcilable differences. Yeah, I think our ancestors had lifelong relationships because they died in their 30s. Probably, yeah. It, it's really rare to live past your like 60s into your 70s and 80s. Irreconcilable differences means y'all couldn't work it out. Yeah. I think a lot of girls get trained on the idea of this Disney princess wedding day and a big ring and get married for the idea of that day. Such a waste of money. Travel the world instead. Yeah. Or I would say invest in a business and building something together. You know, that's cool. Like that's really what, you know, building a partnership with somebody like that. Uh, Dennis, if you don't have kids, who's going to inherit your club? I won't have kids someday. I just don't have them now. Um, you know, doesn't mean it's not because I got like divorced and I am not thinking of getting married that I don't want to have a family. You know, it's like uh, I do want to have kids someday, and I I don't know like uh, you know, and I I don't even know if they'll want to inherit the club. That's also like I feel like a lot of parents assume that their kids are going to want to immediately inherit their business. You know, I could sell the brand to someone else who may be interested in keeping it forward. That's what happened with a comedy store and like other clubs. Polly Shore's parents bought the comedy store. It used to be run by the mob. At least that's what I've been told. The comedy store, one of the most famous clubs here in LA and in the world, uh, it used to be run by the mob. It was down on its luck, doing bad. And then Polly Shore's parents bought that club in like the late 80s, 90s. Uh, Somebody said, Dennis, not to cut you off or anything, but you're still paused. Yes, I know. <laughs> I went, I went a, a whole divorce tangent. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, I can sell the brand and somebody else can take care of it. I, that's one thing I, w- I would never want to force my business onto my kids. I don't know who they're going to be ultimately. Like why am I, you know, I want to, I want to be uh, wealthy enough to give them the best of life that I haven't been able to have. Uh, and to give them the best education and the best possibility and, and not possibility, the best, uh, you know, chances of succeeding. But I, I don't want to force my business onto them. They may be entirely different people. They may want to be lawyers or accountants or uh, something else that's completely unrelated to the business that I'm in. And that's fine. So, yeah, I would never want to push that on them unless they want to do it. In that case, great. You got it. Just do it. Uh, we should play guess who online. Yeah. I've gone back and forth so many times. If I wanted to have kids one day, it's a major life choice. It a hundred percent is, but I've always wanted to have kids. Even as a kid, I wanted to have like, uh, I, I, I wanted to, it's going to sound so fucking corny, but I got, you know, I got sent to boarding school so early that, uh, I wanted to have what I wasn't able to have with my family. Essentially. (laughs) That's why I wanted to have kids. Uh, so yeah, um, being a parent is the greatest lesson. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am without the knowledge from raising two humans. I bet that you see the world in a whole different way from seeing them grow up, you know, from seeing them start off from scratch. It's essentially what it is. Anyway, let's get back to this. Otherwise I'm going to be on a tangent for hours. I am so, so sorry. I actually have tried going out with someone with kids before and it just really isn't right for me i told you i told you that people hold it against you she this is i don't like her i really don't like her having kids shouldn't count against you dating someone 
It's just really, really well. Right now. Totally get it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. It's like. Yeah, I understand her coming from it too, but like it shouldn't count against somebody. The kids shouldn't. I, I mean, she has to be ready for it. It's, it's a lot. But. It's such a pleasure to meet you, though. Pleasure. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Damn. Really thought I had it at the bar on her. Hi. Hi. Can I get a hug? And where are you? Put your hands up. Oh, God. There we go. Okay. Hi. I'm Lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you. How are we doing? You know, I'm great. Thanks for getting me off my feet, move around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of having a good time today. It's nice. What do you find yourself doing in your leisure time? I love watching television and film. I studied film for a really long Whoa. time. Okay. So. Guilty pleasures? I always say, like, my number one guilty pleasure show is Riverdale. I will never, <laughs> never, never, never recommend anyone watch the show. Okay. Sorry. Yo, he was so fast in the punch. You, you see that? Psh, he was so fast. You. Uh, <laughs> that was aggressive slam. No worries. I'm so sorry. You're lovely. Thank you. Um, but yes. He didn't even want to take the blindfold off to see who she was. <laughs> Checking to see if she's. That's what I heard. That this guy is like, apparently the controversy in this episode is this guy is like super fat phobic. I, I don't know. <laughs> He's like eliminating them after giving them hugs or something. That uh, is, I tagged you on my post. The picture is from, okay, I'll check it out. If it's on Facebook, I have a hard time checking out stuff on Facebook, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. Was it the Riverdale? I'm going to be very candid with you. We have a little bit of a bromance back there, and so I kind of did it for the boys. Yeah. Yo! <laughs> back to the boys that okay. you got me down, okay? okay. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Did he really say that? His reasoning was all the guys wanted to get me to get her out. Oh no, I just heard a big gasp from the gal room. I think I'm not villain number one. Hi, I'm Nathan. Hello. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. I'm Sam. Samantha. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing good. So, in terms of in terms of dating, what is something that is like an automatic deal breaker? I can. He did do it for revenge. Really chatty sometimes, and I've had a lot in my past where people will like, I'll talk about something and then I'll just cut me off. I need someone who will listen to me. What is something that you watch by yourself that's a guilty pleasure that you don't tell anybody? I'm I curious. mean, I watch a lot of anime. I watch me too. a lot of Asian shows like Korean dramas. What is your type? I'm definitely very into Asian men. It's not like a deal breaker or anything. What race do you think I am? I have no idea. I don't <laughs> I don't want to make assumptions. You want to take a guess? Somebody said, why is she cosplaying? <laughs> I know, right? It's a little unusual. Uh, I would say, like, maybe white to Asian, maybe? I am Asian, actually. Oh! Yeah. Can we hug? Sure. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. You need a hug. Thank you. Do you think it's a coincidence that he hugged her? He hugged both of the girls and then eliminated them afterwards? Dennis, was there a moment when you knew... You're ready to move on after your divorce and date, uh, or was it a process? It still was a pro. It was a process. I mean, when it first happened, it was like very hard. It was very, very hard. Uh, and uh, I didn't want to accept the reality. It's like the seven stages of grief, right? You kind of don't want to accept the new reality. You go through all of them, 
And then eventually you find yourself on the other side. It took me a minute. It took me a little longer, actually, because I uh, I just didn't, you know, there, there's all, I don't know. I don't want to go into all of it, but it took me, it took me a bit. It took me a few years, honestly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was a process and I highly recommend anybody who's going through that, regardless if you feel okay about it or not in the moment, uh, how you're feeling about it to do therapy. Therapy is very good in that situation. It really helps you process all the emotions because especially if you've been with a person like codependent and everything with a person and like emotionally, you know, like a, attached and all this other shit with a person, uh, you have to kind of find yourself again, right? So that's really what I would say. You, you, you like, you have to rediscover yourself and it takes a fucking minute. Like it was, I was with this person for close to a decade. So it was like, I forgot who I was by myself. I know it sounds crazy to say it like that, but I really did because I was so used to living in this relationship and having that be my identity. Uh, but yeah, church. Yeah. Everybody kind of has their, their own way of dealing with it. If going to church or, or doing therapy, like you, you just need an outlet, right. To meditate and reflect and kind of find yourself again. Right. Therapy really helped me a lot. It really did. So you lose who you are so much. Yeah, I agree. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, therapy is important and helpful. Yeah, I, I agree. Therapy, I do therapy to this day. It's one of the most amazing things and, and like that I get to do. And I've tried different kinds of therapies and it, it really helps me understand myself a lot. Why, Nathan? We get along on a lot of... Oh, LOL. I meant church because I agree with you. <laughs> okay, I understand now. Uh, different topics but i felt that it was something where i could become a really good friend with you yeah, um, yeah. that's just kind of a gut feeling for me no that's totally totally valid yeah, yeah. okay i can't see anything because i don't have my glasses on bye sam goodbye Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, my name's Nathan. What's your name? I'm Amy. Uh, what is your drink? Amy is wifey material. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what makes someone wifey material? I just really like to take- She's got her hand on the button. It feels like she's getting revenge now. It feels like because they're having these conversations behind the scenes, that they're all getting revenge for each other. You're my man, like. <laughs> I like to spoil him. I mean, I obviously like expect the same energy back, but I can cook really well. Oh, what do you love to cook? Steak dinner with like shrimp and oh, like. Oh, wow. Surf and surf? Mm -hmm. Wow, that is very fancy. Mashed potatoes. Nathan, models. Oh, are you your model? Oh, I don't. Where did you guys get that information? <laughs> what? How tall are you? Oh, how tall do you think I am? I'm thinking like. 5'11". Do you want to give me a hug and see how tall I am? <laughs> Not right now. Why did she was so ready to do it. You press the button. It's just like, wasn't the vibe. <laughs> you know, I just like, wasn't the vibe. <laughs> Come on, just say you wanted to get revenge for the girls. It's okay. I can, I can respect that. <laughs> you have really nice hair. Oh, thank you. You as well. <laughs> it was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm trying to literally find the chair right now. No, that was me. Okay, now there's a reset. Now hopefully they get along. Revenge for the girls, yeah. Okay. Voice sounds soothing, I like it. Thank you. How old are you? I am 26. Probably when you look at me though, you're probably like, no, younger than that. Younger? Really? Okay. I'm 21. Okay. Katie is dating to marry. Are you ready to get married, Donovan? I don't mind marriage, I really don't. Just it depends how like certain time with what it does and everything. So where it leads. Yeah, I'm obviously not dating like to like marry right away. Amy wants three kids. Three is a little too much. I got it. Two would be fine. Three is like. Is it like you don't make enough? No, no, no. I don't. It's not that. I don't mind it. My mom had one. She hit him right in the ego. He's like, "Is it because you don't make enough?" He's like, "No, no, 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 no. That's not it." Six. I'm the oldest out of the six. Like hectic enough. All my mom is. We're gonna bring in his next date. It's nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. My name's Ria. Okay, my name's Donovan. What is your type? Look-wise, my type has been all over the board. I definitely love people who are like athletic and into the gym. I love like manly men who can like, you know, <laughs> let me feel more relaxed and like, so that's just my type. Yeah, yeah, I do work out and everything, so it's just part of my regimen. I do everything. Let her fill your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my okay, arms Okay, where, where are your arms? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, you seem strong. What do you like to work out in the gym? So honestly, I work out every particular muscle twice a week. I would say my favorite one I like to do is chest. Where is it? It's right there. <laughs> Can I feel your face? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I like She's gonna eliminate him. The buzz cut. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. Are you two connecting? I mean, she's already had already my arms and my chest. I've already, like, I feel like I basically already know you. Blindfolds off in three, two, one. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> You're not what I expected you to really? be, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Are you two gonna go on a second date? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yo! She's like, uh, you know, you felt a little different. <laughs> Why did you reject him? Um, I just wanna see like what other vibes are there. Okay. Just for the experience. Oh my god, no. Oh, I just wanna see what other vibes are there. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> that just sounds like, what kind of answer is that? And All right. Sorry, Donovan. Thank you, Donovan. It's okay. City girls up. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Other Hi. vibes. Hi, I'm Devonte. Are you wearing a face mask over your eyes? Am I? Are you not? I think this. This this is what they gave me, okay? Wait, how do I look? Do I look? Whatever works. Ah. Do you like the smell of each other? I Give each know. other a little whiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You smell like body wash. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a nice perfume. What is that, lotion? It's a bum bum cream. Bum bum cream. It's for your bum. <laughs> I gotta moisturize some cheeks, you know? Yeah. Your voice. Yeah. It's really calm. And it's soft. What are you doing after this? I don't know. What are you about you? You trying to find out? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to see each other? Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one. Okay. Oh my god. Hello? Are they gonna make a connection? Oh. Cute. Oh, oh. <laughs> You're hella pretty. I like the eyeliner with the blue. Thank you. You have a really nice smile. Okay. Are you gonna commit to a second date? I feel like we could. Paulo's head, he's wrong. running around. No, I would like that. You're pretty- He looks like Jack Sparrow? Be comfortable so far. Yeah. And you're not making me nervous. You know, whenever people say like, oh, I got butterflies, uh -huh. I feel like that's a sign that 
your body's rejecting them. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like comfortable with the person, I feel like that's like. That's what I look for. That's more comfortable. Yeah. So. Oh. How you doing? Second date. The lady's comfortable with it. I am. Oh. I would enjoy that. Congratulations, you've won the button. What? 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 It's actually me. I thought she was gonna hit the button at the last minute there. The way her hand went up. Okay. Oh, that's I'm nice. glad I skipped the person before this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I was right next to the line. Like, yeah. shit. All right, get out of here. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Button. Somebody said they can go do their eyebrows together. Can I just... Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, that's sweet. There was a love connection. Good for them. Uh, their love story is now going to be a uh, part of history um anyway folks i uh appreciate all of you uh hope you're all doing amazing hope you enjoyed today's show it's a little more structured uh i'm gonna i'm looking forward to doing shows that are a little more structured like this doing like little 30 minute segments i i like playing that uh the geo guesser game i want to finish that Maybe we can play uh, some other games. Uh, somebody was recommending Wordle uh, and uh, other games like that. But yeah, that was it for today. Uh, you know, hope you have an amazing, chill, relaxed day. Uh, would you play World of uh, Warcraft? Yeah. I've actually never played it like that. So I'm really not sure how it would like work out. I've never played it. Uh, thanks for entertaining me. Entertain me entertain, sorry. I got... These are not helping, helping me right now. This Invisalign. Uh, I'm actually about to go to the dentist and get 22 more trays. So, pray for me, folks. Uh, <laughs> that game's hella chill. Easy to pick up and enjoy. World of Warcraft? Okay, we'll try it out. Uh, anyway. Play Tetris. Yo, I love that too. I'm, I'm such a Tetris fiend. Um, yeah, let's do that too. Uh, sometimes it's fun to watch people suck at video games. I agree with that. Anyway, folks, I appreciate all of you. Hope you're having an amazing day. Hope you have an, uh, an amazing rest of your day. And I will see you again 